1: Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a nutshell for this Monday morning. Hope you all had a great weekend. I didn't go too fast. And it's the 11th of July, 2022. 31170 Sydney, 1620 Gold Coast, our new station 693 SCNQ in Brisbane, and also uh, right around Australia this morning uh, and Cooks Cox having a couple of weeks off so I'll be with you for a couple of weeks and there'll be a couple of other people I'm sure that will uh, help Maddie get along as he has a well-deserved holiday I saw he was elf commentating the AFL on Saturday night so a uh, well-deserved holiday for Maddie. but tradies news continues lots to get through as well this morning what a huge weekend of sport locally of course here in both the NRL the AFL state of origin it's sort of Gone a bit under the radar over the past 24-48 hours, but that's just over 48 hours away from now. On Wednesday night, the decider, the tennis. We'll get to that in just a second. And also the cricket quite delicately poised as well. Now the number this morning, uh, the same as usual for our Sydney and Queensland listers, New South Wales and Queensland listers, are slightly different for our listers uh, around the country. It's one three hundred-01 eleven seventy. One three hundred-o one eleven seventy or oh four five seven. Seven The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Alright, did you stay up and watch the Wimbledon final? Now, just with the hours I work, I didn't. But from all reports, uh, Nick Kyrgios played well, but unfortunately... Uh, well, depending on your point of view, and I'll get to that in a second, maybe fortunately, he went down in four sets. Now, Kyrios won the first set uh, 6-4 and was playing some really good tennis, but then Novak Djokovic 6-3, 6-4, and then in the fourth set, a tiebreaker 7-6. So, ending up winning it 4-6, 6-3, 6-4, 7-6. Novak Djokovic in four sets over Nick Kyrgios. Did you stay up and watch it? one 1170 or 457 to take Novak Djokovic to four sets, he would have been happy with that. Uh, he would have been a lot happier, though, if he had won the title, obviously. And after winning that first set, I'm sure he would have thought, and a lot of other people probably would have thought, here's a chance. Um, however, it did seem to unravel in the second and third set for Nick Kyrgios. He was issued a code violation for complaining to the chair umpire as fans continue to distract him on serve. Um, And as he closed out a service game, he said, they're distracting me when I'm serving in a Wimbledon final. She's drunk out of her mind. Why is she still here? She's drunk out of her mind in the first row, speaking to me in the middle of a game. What's acceptable? Nothing is acceptable. Then he said, so kick her out. I know exactly which one it is. It's the one that looks like she's had 700 drinks, bro. Um, Well, this, uh, no one was asked to leave the court as well. And I have to say, This is where I think Nick Kyrgios does go slightly wrong. Um, I know he's entertaining, um, and I think he's box office viewing, but he gets distracted very easily. And quite obviously overnight, uh, he got distracted again. Uh, He also, a little later on, uh, furious that his coach's box were not making enough noise for him in one of the most nerve-wracking games of the match, uh, Kyrgios yelled in their direction to say something. You said nothing that whole point. Why do you stop? Just uh, 40, 40 love, 40-15, and you just relax. Why? Uh, throughout the contest, they were on the receiving end of a lot of complaints. Uh, so your thoughts on it. Uh, did he play well? Did Djokovic deserve it? Obviously, he didn't. What about Novak Djokovic? Um, I know, speaking of people that split public opinion, he's definitely uh, one of them as well, especially after what occurred over the summer here. But he's, I think, one title behind Nadal now. Um, few question marks on whether he's going to be playing the U S open and it probably raises the question. Now I know we're only in July, but what happens with Novak in the Australian open come January next year? We know the saga of last year. Does he get allowed to come back into the country? I think he was banned for about three years. Um, I, I know Scott Morrison at the time, the prime minister at the time did say, uh, you know, that we can maybe work around that potentially. Um, but it's going to be interesting because, yes, wins Wimbledon, but is he going to appear in the US Open next month and the Australian Open in uh, six months' time or five months' time? Let's have a bit of a listen to what uh, Nick Kyrgios said after the match. He's tough to beat, though, isn't he?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, he's a bit of a god. I'm not going to lie. I thought I played well. Um, but, yeah, first of all, I just want to congratulate Novak and your team. Of course, you've won this championship. I don't even know how many times anymore. So, <laughs> um, And then obviously, um, to all the ball kids, umpires, you know, you know, I know me and you, uh, you and I have a very tough relationship at times, but I, I thought I'd thank you for putting up with it. Um, and then the crowd, it's been an amazing couple of weeks for me personally. Yeah, and he did seem to be liked. He tended to win over that Wimbledon crowd. So, unfortunately for Nick Kyrgios, uh, out of the Wimbledon tournament, uh, well, out, a runner-up to Novak Djokovic. So, congratulations to Novak Djokovic uh, winning again. And just before we move on from the tennis, did you hear Nick Kyrgios over the course of the weekend, I think it was an interview on Channel 9, saying that if um, he was to have won against Novak overnight, he was thinking of retiring. Now, that's an interesting mindset in itself. Now, whether he was being serious, it looked like he was being serious, but whether he was, you'll never know. But it's an interesting mindset, saying something along the lines of, if he was to win Wimbledon, he's got nothing more to achieve in the sport. Uh, unfortunately, for him, he did not win with woodenden, so he probably will not be retiring. Uh, I would say just on uh, Nick Kyrgios, he really does divide public opinion and I really would like to hear from you this morning on o four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred o one eleven seventy um has he won you if you weren't a fan, has he won you over over the last two weeks? now, I always said I enjoyed watching him. I thought he was very entertaining to watch, but has he won you over? Has he converted you over the past couple of weeks? One three hundred oh one eleven seventy oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The reason I mention this is I was uh, having lunch with some mutual friends yesterday, um, and I asked them, "You're going to stay up and when you're going to watch uh, the tennis?" And he and they said, "No, they can't stand him." Um, but then another friend of mine who was a bit younger than those two said, "No, I love him. I'll be watching it tonight." So he really does split the public opinion. Has he won you over or do you still not like him? O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to get in contact with me this morning on this Monday morning. So Novak Djokovic once again through to a one uh, once again another Wimbledon win. 46 63 76 21st Grand Slam, and that's his seventh. At Wimbledon. Uh, quite an amazing achievement when you think about it. And he's still gonna go on. We talk about the greats of the sport, Roger Fedra, Nadal. He could well be the one by the end of all of their careers, and with obviously him and Nadal still going around, with the most titles. Is he the greatest ever? Would you have Novak Djokovic at the top? Oh four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven three, six, or one three hundred, oh one, eleven, seventy. Would Novak Djokovic, if you're a keen tennis fan, are you putting Novak Djokovic ahead now, even though he's one slam behind Nadal? Is he top of? Is he the greatest ever? I still don't think he can go past Roger Federer, but in titles, uh, he is ahead of him, um, and he may well chase down Rafa as well. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Or one 11 70 Plenty of more reaction on Wimbledon shortly. What we will do is we'll take a break. We will come back. Uh, lots happening in the world of National Rugby League. AFL. We'll have a look at what happened across the course of the weekend and catch you up on some of those other news stories as well. I want your thoughts on the weekend of sport as well. 457 736736 11 1170 Has Nick Kyrgios won you over? And is Novak Djokovic the best ever? Do you think he is? 457 736 one 70 oh one eleven seventy. We'll take a look at the footy codes next. It's nine past five. Yeah, good to have your company on this Monday morning. Uh one three hundred oh one eleven seventy oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. To your calls in just a second. A text in from Dean here saying, uh, "Don't like the tennis and would rather watch seagulls in a car park than Nick Curios. So. Uh, obviously not a tennis fan but thank you Dean. keep them coming in 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 will actually hear a bit from Novak Djokovic in a second but firstly to the open line this morning a couple of people wanting to talk tennis Morris from Croydon kicks us off this morning morning mate yeah good morning how
0: are you very
1: well mate how are you
0: good good I think um there's a lot of perception out there about Novak, uh, you know, like his back status. I think that takes a lot of, uh, and his personality takes away, actually, how great he is as a tennis player. Mm. Um, I think I think you look at his record, um, look at the titles he's won. He's won nine Australian Opens, seven Wimbledon. Mm. Now I'm just comparing that. To uh, say Nadal is mm. won 13 French Open, and have a look what he's won with the other titles. He's won three or something, three or something else. But if you're looking at consistency and looking as the greatest all-round surface player, even at the French Open, Novak Djokovic has won that title twice. He's only one who's beating Nadal three times in his prime. There, so as far as that debate goes, I have no doubt that Novak Djokovic is the greatest player of all time.
1: Yeah, and Morris, I agree with you in, this, in the sense that I think uh, people's thoughts and how they feel about Novak in terms of a personality, I think sometimes does overrule how good of a tennis player he is. And we're very lucky, and I think you'll agree with this, we're very lucky that uh, we've been in an era where we've had Fedra, Djokovic, Nadal. Murray was up there for a short period of time as well. It just, it's just an amazing era that is still going uh, to this day, quite literally.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think we just, people have just got to put aside, I think, his um, personality um, or whatever that they sort of got sort of some things about it. Because I listen to the radio and you hear people talking. Mm. But I think you've just got to look at his, have a look at the tennis player himself and look what he's achieved um, and just put that into context. Because, you know, four Wimbledons in a row, I mean, in this generation, it's, it's, Unbelievable. I mean, you know, you are going to look at it all around. It's all around on all surfaces. I don't know if there's anyone been better, no. in my honest opinion.
1: No, no, I understand. I agree with you. Thanks for the call, mate. Have a good day. No worries. Thank Thanks, mate. Morris uh, from Croydon there. Keep them coming in. one three hundred oh one e 1170 or oh four five seven seven three six seven. Three, 6 uh, on this Monday morning. Uh, let's go back to the open line now and I spoke to this man uh, many times over the summer when I was hosting the overnight crowd. So good to hear from again. Michael from Reservoir. Good morning to you.
2: Morning Daniel. How are you?
1: Yes. Very, very well. How are you going?
2: Hey, uh, um, good. Thanks. Yeah. I watched um match because obviously do a night shift and um you know what? Um, Nick beat himself. Mm. Mm. Just putting it um yeah, bluntly. Like yeah, he just um and I think Djokovic knew that in the match. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's why Nick lost. Like he could have beat Joker, like he, I think he served down thirty aces. Mm. Um Nick did. Mm. So and you know he created history last night, Daniel. You know what he done? What did he do? The second um, game of the match, uh-huh. he served an underarm. He's the first person uh-huh. to serve an underarm in um, Wimbledon history in the men's final. Yes. You know how he does that? Yeah. He's underarm. Um, yeah. Why does he do that? Like he, Does he like to be like a different cat? You know, he was doing shots last night like that players don't really do, you know what I mean? He likes to be different, does he, Nick.
1: He he certainly does, Michael. He uh, loves being different, and I think sometimes that I think sometimes it actually does confuse uh, some of the other players. And I think I've seen a couple of other players do it over both the French Open and Wimbledon over the past uh, month or so. Uh, you stayed up and watched it. Look, he won the first set. Hey, um,
2: just um quickly too yep. on um footy been a Port Adelaide supporter Mm. Uh, I was loving the um, upsets on the weekend we're we're only one game out the 8th so um, it's not over yet Like, it's very interesting, isn't it? It's an even competition in the AFL.
1: It certainly is. It's very even in both the NRL and AFL, I have to say. Hey, just just before I let you you go, and we all turn our attention to the footy, you watched uh, the tennis match. What was the crowd's reaction to Nick Kyrgios? Because I played a clip of Nick just before, and everyone uh, seemed to be on his side. Were they favouring more Djokovic, or were they favouring more Kyrgios?
2: No, they were favouring more um, Nick, I reckon. Mm. Okay. Yeah, will definitely favor favourite, um, Nick. <laughs> you know, it's um, funny, um, Nine didn't uh, mute um, Nick out with um, some of his words, like he dropped the F-bomb yes. a few times.
1: <laughs> yes, well, that's uh, not overly surprising. Michael, thank you for the call. We better move on, but uh, looking forward to having a chat with you again uh, soon on the show. Thanks for the call, mate. Yeah, bye. Uh, Michael from Reservoir, there, 0457 736, 736 the text number, or you can call, like Michael just did and Morris before, 1300 01 1170. Just before we move away uh, from the tennis, let's just have a bit of a listen to Novak Djokovic after his win overnight. I really respect you a lot. I think you are a phenomenal tennis player, an athlete, an amazing talent. I mean, you've been hearing all of that for many years. But now, you know, everything is starting to come together for you, so I'm sure we're going to see ma- much of you in the uh, later stages of Grand
2: Slam, man. And um, I never thought I'm going to say so many nice things about you, considering, <laughs> considering the relationship. <laughs> okay, it's officially a bromance. All right. <laughs> yeah, hopefully... This is a start of a wonderful relationship between the two of us.
1: <laughs> Off the court as well. A bit of Novak Djokovic there after he won that match against Nick Kyrgios. Now I have got a few texts. We'll get to them in just a second. But let's just turn our attention to um, other matters. And just a text here from Dean. Congratulations to Ireland beating the All Blacks rugby union team 23 points to 12. Big upset. Uh, Ian Foss, New Zealand coach, in Dean's opinion, needs to be sacked immediately. Yeah, that was a huge shock result. The Wallabies also went down to England on Saturday night up there at Suncorp Stadium. But, uh, yeah, the first time they've beaten the All Blacks, I think, on New Zealand soil. And it just shows that the All Blacks, uh, they're a very good team, uh, but the All Blacks are beatable, just beatable. Um, But, however... Uh, Ireland did it and did it very very well on Saturday night uh, the Wallabies in a decider this coming weekend against England after they lost that game at Suncorp Stadium after having won the first game uh, last Saturday. Now uh, NRL and AFL across the course of the weekend. What do you make of it? Some interesting results obviously uh, when we talk about the NRL a condensed round of the National Rugby League with State of Origin coming up on Wednesday night and there's a bit of news floating out of there but just through the results. Sharks 28 Storm 6 for our this is eleven seventy Sydney SEN uh, 693 SENQ and also 1620 Gold Coast we talked about this match on Friday morning disappointing result i thought for the Melbourne Storm very disappointing result for the Melbourne Storm even though they were without some of those their stars so with the Cronulla Sharks uh, they've got a hard run though Cronulla uh, they beat Melbourne but they've got the Cowboys this weekend and then uh, they finish off well not finish off but and then they've got the Panthers in 2 weeks time so really, really tricky run, followed by Souths. So quite a tricky run. Now, uh, Rabidos 40 over the Newcastle Knights, 28. Uh, Charlie sir, who for our listeners through those stations that normally take me, joins me usually on a Monday morning. Unfortunately, not feeling too well this morning. I really wanted to get him on the show because if you were listing on Friday morning, uh, his tips were the Knights to beat Souths by 20 plus, Edric Lee to score three or more tries, and the Tigers to beat the Eels. So when he is next in the studio, uh, I will play this to him. Uh, It was an interesting game, that South Sydney-Newcastle game, though the Knights, they looked good for certain periods of that match. And in the end, it was only a 12-point win to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, A good win, but I think South Sydney will still be, I don't know, a little concerned about their defence. Latrell Mitchell makes a huge difference. Um, And Lachlan Ilias, their halfback going off, I think it was the first tackle of the game, didn't really help. But the Knights, I think they would be happy enough with the effort, but they had a lot of chances to win that game on Friday night, and they couldn't do so. Uh, One game on the Saturday as well, Eels 28 over the Tigers twenty at Leichhardt Oval. How good, doesn't matter if it's NRL, AFL, any sport, how good does a packed crowd look? And Leichhardt Oval, uh, if you're not from a rugby league state, uh, it's an old-fashioned ground, there's the hill, and it was packed on a very cold Saturday night in Sydney. And the Tigers, a bit like the Knights, they played really well as well. They were leading twelve 0 at one point in time, and uh, they came back late as well to make it twenty eight points to twenty. It was sort of just that middle period of the game. Uh, the Tigers had a player Sinbind, and then that twenty minute period, about five minutes before half time, and that opening 15, 20 minutes of the second half, the Eels just ran away with it. Mitch Moses, when there's a story floating around him today that you're yeah, floating around about him today that the Eels want to keep him for life, well. He is he's a must. Um, uh, there was a lot of talk about why he wasn't called into origin camp instead of Chad Townsend. I dare say it probably the only reason he wasn't was because of the fact that the Eels were playing uh, on the weekend just gone and the Cowboys weren't. But the Eels, they and they needed to win. Uh, they tend to lose these games where they're expected to win, but they got the win. Wasn't the best performance, but they'll be happy with it. And yesterday, Brisbane 32 over the Dragons 18 Pretty polished performance by the Broncos. They were without about 10 or 11 of their stars, but still managed to win the game. And it's interesting where that leaves the Dragons now. I I still think they're going to be pushing. They'll they'll still be in and around the top eight after this weekend. They're just sitting at ninth position at the moment, but they've got a big couple of weeks coming up. Very inconsistent football team, the Dragons. So let's take a look at the NRL ladder ladder before we get to your text and have a look. At the AFL, the Panthers still lead the way on 32 points. The Cowboys in second position on 26 points. The Storm in third on 24. And also the Sharks on 24 points. Then the Broncos are fifth on 22. The Eels sixth on 22. The Rabideaux seventh on 20. Manly eighth on 18. The Dragons just outside that top eight on 18. The Roosters 10th on 16 points, as are the Raiders. The Knights of the Warriors on 12. Bulldogs on 10. Titans Titans on eight. And the West Tigers on eight as well but very very interesting and now all teams have had those buys as well through the afl results across the weekend and any thoughts by the way on the rugby league this weekend 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 and we'll build up more to origin over the next couple of mornings afl back on thursday night top of the table clash: geelong and 91 over melbourne 63 demons fans uh, i know a few of them Uh, In fact, there's one here, uh, not in the studio right now, but there's one that uh, works here, loves the Demons and is slightly concerned. Uh, They had such a good start to the season, didn't they? Geelong, you'd be happy at 91 to 63. Your take on that game. Uh, across the course of the weekend, the Swans very good against the Bulldogs. Sydney Swans 120 over the Western Bulldogs, 67. Uh, we had on Saturday Collingwood in a close one, 88 over North Melbourne, 81. Uh, we'll go through the ladder in a second, but Collingwood at the moment sitting in sixth position. We've seen a few Collingwood fans across the course of the weekend getting a little excited. Uh, Gold Coast Suns in a thriller against Richmond. What about Richmond losing to the Gold Coast? Gold Coast Suns 90. 94-92, and that puts Richmond back to 8th position. Uh, Richmond fans... You would have been pretty shocked with that one, I would have uh, imagined. Uh, Also across the weekend, Fremantle, 111 over St Kilda, 70. Port Adelaide, way too good for the GWS Giants, 84 to 29. And then yesterday, Essendon in a close one was watching a bit of this yesterday. It was going down to the wire, but Essendon uh, too good for Brisbane. Just by 10 points though, 100 to 90. We saw Hawthorne over the Adelaide Crows, 86 to 54. And Carlton, 116 off to Perth, 116 over the West Coast Eagles, 50. Three, so really, really good run win there for Carlton that keeps them very much in that top eight. The AFL ladder at the moment: Geelong on top on forty-eight points, Melbourne and Fremantle also on forty-eight points. Then you've got the Brisbane Lions, uh, Carlton and Collingwood all on forty-four points. The Swans are on forty points. Richmond. They remain in the top eight despite that loss on 36 points. Outside of the top eight, St. Kilda on 36, the Western Bulldogs, Gold Coast Suns, Port Adelaide all on 32 points, GWS, Hawthorne, Adelaide and Essendon on 20 points, the West Coast Eagles, poor old West Coast Eagles on eight, and North Melbourne. On four, So that's just some of the news out of the weekend. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six 736 736 or 01 1170. Let us get to a lot of your texts uh, now. Uh, let's start with Alex saying, Dan, I don't think it matters whether the public likes or dislikes a tennis player. It's I totally agree. It's each person, person's individual choice. McEnroe was universally hated, but now he's successfully commentating on the game. Personally, I can't stand Djokovic. That's from Big Al. Well, yeah, I don't think it matters. I just, it's interesting uh, to see if he has won anyone over over the past couple of weeks. Another text here. uh, Dan, good morning. I haven't heard many Richmond Tigers fans this morning. Are they all in hiding again? Uh, They're overrated this year, lucky to make the eight. Yeah, well, I just made mention awful loss to the Gold Coast Suns on Saturday night. And Dean says, just give the NRL premiership to the Pendrith Panthers now. Nobody will stop them going back to back. Yeah, well, it is going to be tricky to see anyone that could potentially be beating the Penrith Panthers, but there's a long way to go. And Yeovil Treeman also says, "Uh, Hi, Dan. Kyrgios' achievements doesn't really change my mind about him. Always felt he has enough talent to make it to the top, but his yo-yo behaviour doesn't make me a fan. However, uh, we'll continue to applaud his results. He is not alone with his disrespectful behaviour – Whilst we need personalities, I think tennis should do more to control this. Probably showing my age, but I still rate Rod Laver the greatest ever. Only person to win two Grand Slams, and if it wasn't for the many years he was banned for being a uh, professional, we can only imagine what his telly might have been, given those Grand Slams were on either side of the bam. Thanks for the text, mate. Keeping them coming in 0457 736736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And. Don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to ICanWin.com.au, and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles. Enter now at ICanWin.com.au. We'll take a break. Back with more. This is Tradies News in a nutshell. Yeah, good to be with you on this Monday morning right around Australia. It is Tradies News in a nutshell. Daniel Pedro with you. Keep those calls and texts coming in. 1-300-01-1170, the phone number this morning, or 0457-736-736 if you want to text in. We're talking, uh, main story, of course, Nick Kyrgios, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, uh, losing Wimbledon overnight to Novak Djokovic. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, I'd love to get your thoughts, firstly, did you stay up and watch the match on one 01170 or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six? But also your thoughts on Nick Kyrgios—he certainly does divide people, and is he has he won you over over the past couple of weeks. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one 1170 News coming out of golf, and we're going to speak actually to our American correspondent Chris Perkins tomorrow. He's actually in Scotland, so it's a hybrid report. But uh, Greg. Norman uh, doesn't uh, get to attend the dinner for the St. Andrews past champions. Now, Greg Norman, who won the Open in 1986 and 1993, would have been eligible for the four-hole celebration of champions exhibition that takes place only at St. Andrews, along with the champions' dinner. But the RNA said it contacted Norman to tell him, we decided not to invite him to attend on this occasion. The 150th Open is an extremely important milestone for golf, and we want to ensure that the focus remains on celebrating the championship and its heritage. Unfortunately we do not believe that would be the case if Greg were to attend. Uh, we know he's been viewed as a disruptor in golf as the CEO of the Live Golf Series that is paying as much as $218 million to sign former champions. Norman has described the decision as petty to the Australian Golf Digest. What do you make of all of that? Uh, do you think it is petty? 0457 736 736 011170. Yeah, just have your company on this Monday morning, 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. Text in saying, Hi, Dan, the Ireland cricket team almost caused a second upset over New Zealand last night or overnight. New Zealand nine down, needed 20 off the last over, and Michael Broswell went 4-4, 6-4-6. Would have been a good double for Ireland. Yes, uh, I was listening to a bit of uh, New Zealand radio uh, this morning, um, yeah, it was very close. They were very, very worried about it. Uh, in the end, New Zealand won by one wicket with one ball remaining. And they lead that one-day series. Best of three one-day series 1-0. So there you go. In terms of the Australian cricket team, delicately poised is probably the best way to describe it after day three of the second test. Sri Lanka at the moment uh, against Sri Lanka. Australia trailing by 67 runs. Sri Lanka lead by 67 runs with four wickets remaining. So, uh, yeah, day three done and dusted and pretty even between Sri Lanka and uh, Australia. Now, uh, on breakfast three six nine three SENQ with Pat and Heels, they're going to be joined by Michael Hagen after 6am. Vossi with James Magnuson through 1170 Sydney and after 8am 693 as well. And 1620 Cam Smith, Maddie Johns will join them after 8am. And breakfast not too far away, right around the country. Thank you for your company today. Nick Kyrgios losing the Wimbledon final will be the talking point and all the weekend of sport in both the NRL and the AFL on your respective breakfast shows which are coming up right after the news. Have a good day, I'll see you tomorrow.
2: Stuff for your face and body. It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.
1: Sorry about the noise.